This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to this episode where we are going to be discussing our self-talk. I have gone on about this before. (laughs) You may have heard me speak about self-talk before, but it bears repeating because my goodness, this is an important part of our relationship with ourselves, which is what we are looking at this season on the podcast. Why does our self-talk matter? So the way we think about ourselves, the way we talk to ourselves, the way we speak to ourselves, the things we say about ourselves to other people, it's actually the voice that we hear the most. When we were children, our main caregivers, they were the voice we heard the most. And our self-talk is often some kind of version of what we heard from them with other bits and pieces thrown in but it is the voice we hear the most. So how does it feel if we are a bitch to ourselves? Every day, all the time, it's the voice we hear the most. Inevitably, it's going to leave us demotivated, unhappy, um, with low confidence, low self-esteem, kind of no matter what other people say to us, really. Because if that voice that we hear the most is bitchy and unkind and nitpicky and mean, that really is going to have a massive impact on how we feel and then on what we can achieve. You know, if you feel like you can't achieve things, it's probably got nothing to do with your abilities and a hell of a lot to do with that voice you're carrying around with you every day that's consistently telling you that you're hopeless and rubbish and you can't do stuff. It makes a massive difference the way we speak to ourselves. Where does it come from, that that voice, the way that we talk to ourselves? So as I've just said, it, it can come, often it comes from childhood. Things we have heard before, things we heard a lot when we were growing, our formative years, those formative messages. It also comes from rules that we were given that we have never really examined. So those might have been rules that were spelled out to you. You know, don't do this, do do that, don't behave this way. Or it could have been rules that were kind of more subtle. Just the way everyone in your family behaved or the way people in your culture behaved. And it gave you some idea of some rules that maybe were never actually said out loud, but you kind of know what they are. And you've been carrying those rules around all your life and you've never really sat down to think about them and whether they're rules that actually serve you, whether they're rules that you want to still follow, but they're informing your self-talk when you find yourself thinking, oh, I know I shouldn't do that. Oh, I know it's bad when, oh, I know I should do better at this. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't feel this way. What rules are you following there that actually might not be helpful in any way shape or form and can we you know examine those to figure out if they need to change because of course as adults we can make our own rules 
It's also a safety thing, isn't it, our self-talk, especially the way we talk about ourselves to other people. So you walk into the room and you say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a scruff bag today. Or, um, you know, oh, oh, this old thing, this, this old coat, these old shoes, or I'm sorry, the house is a mess. You know, before anyone's even said anything, we're, we're getting in first, aren't we? And we're doing that so that we can't get hurt because we think if we say it before they do, then we won't have to hear them saying it because other people saying it, that's just too painful, isn't it? especially if we grew up where we were constantly criticised. And again, it bears thinking about because actually, if someone walked into your house, you know, you as an adult and said, bloody hell, this place is a tip. That's just downright rude. And, you know, I know some people will be thinking, yeah, my mum does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rude. It's unacceptable. But it brings us back to what we talked about last time, which is our boundaries. So we say, yes, I'm sorry, the house is a tip, because if we wait, the risk is that someone else will say it. And then the discomfort of that or having to uphold our boundary and show up for ourselves and say, I beg your pardon. (laughs) Do you want to rephrase that? Thanks very much. It's hard. So it's a safety thing to just get in first, get in first and just say, say the thing that we think we've done wrong. But it's insidious and we say it enough and we start thinking my god yeah I'm a I'm a shit housekeeper and my house is messy or the fact that my house is messy makes me a bad person it actually doesn't say anything about your character at all um you know but it becomes what is inside our heads and how we feel about ourselves all the time so let's have some examples of of self-talk because we don't always know we mean and what goes on in other people's heads so if we are running late and we're thinking to ourselves oh my god I'm late again I am so shit why can I never be on time for goodness sake I just wish I could get a grip that is pretty negative self-talk and if you were saying that to somebody else you would know you were being unpleasant Now, this is not to say that we go through life going, it's fine that I'm late, it's okay, I'm amazing, it's all right that I can never show up on time. No, it's not about that. Good self-talk would be, okay, we're late again, my love. Yeah, I know this is really stressful. At some point, we do need to kind of sit down and figure out what is going on that makes us unable to be on time. You know, what needs of ours are not being met? What about our lifestyle? is making being on time just impossible. But for right now, I see you, I hear you, I love you, I know it's stressful, but we're gonna get there and it's gonna be okay and no one's gonna die just because we're late. See, that is more positive self-talk. That is loving and accepting and forgiving self-talk. We don't have to go all Jerry Maguire. You don't have to stand in front of the mirror and go, yeah, killer, you're amazing, go get him. I mean, you can do it but you don't have to what I'm asking is for you to be gentle and nurturing towards yourself the way you would speak to a child or the way you would speak to a friend the way that you wish other people would speak to you and that brings us to you know that the episode um, a couple of episodes ago when we talked about goals and wishes you know we might wish that other people spoke to us a certain way but we have control over how we speak to ourselves. We can change how we speak to ourselves, to the way we want to be spoken to. 
And then when it's out loud, things we're saying to other people, every time we say, yeah, I know, I'm so hopeless, this is going to sound awful, but oh, I'm an idiot, I know I should do blah, blah. Again, really, really negative self-talk, very minimising, very judgmental. You know, instead, we can practice owning our own story rather than this is going to sound awful but how about yeah I actually you know I find my mum quite hard to deal with at times I find that person who's clearly living a wonderful life and is you know not malicious at all but I do find them quite grating you know or they drain me a bit none of this none of this is awful (laughs) this is just you owning your own story, saying out loud how you're experiencing the world. You don't have to berate yourself for that. You know, um, I'm really proud of how I got here today. You know, I'm, I'm five minutes late, but whew, I actually made it out the door and I, it was touch and go there because the kids were being a nightmare. And I'm proud of, of the fact that I'm here. Well done me. <laughs> Can I have a coffee? <laughs> and my absolute favourite, the one I talk about all the time, is saying thank you instead of saying sorry. Sorry is a very important word. Owning our mistakes and apologising and holding ourselves accountable when we've genuinely fucked up, that's really important. And we should not belittle and devalue that word by saying it every time we express any kind of need. Sorry, can I just squeeze by you? Sorry, can I just grab the sugar? Sorry, could I have another napkin? Sorry about, sorry, sorry. No, that is so so minimising. You do not have to apologise for taking up space in this world. You do not have to apologise for existing. But sometimes we might want to express thanks. Could I have another napkin? Thank you. Could I just grab the sugar? Thanks so much. Could I just squeeze past you? Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me vent instead of sorry for ranting. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for showing up for me instead of sorry for being a burden. It makes a massive difference. It's a tiny thing, but if you change it and work on it every day, the difference is huge. But this brings us to our mindset block alert because we can understand all of this and think, yep, I'm going to be kinder to myself. I'm going to say nicer things about myself out loud. I'm going to say nicer things about myself inside my own head. But what often comes up, especially if we have been through some traumatic experiences and had some people in our lives who've been really unpleasant to us, you know, gaslighting, really unpleasant shit. What comes up is this concern what if my self-talk isn't true? Okay, newsflash. (laughs) Very few things are inherently true. We're not going to get into a discussion here on the nature of truth, but if I say inside my own head, I'm a sexy bitch, (laughs) you know, rather than, oh my God, I've got saggy this and, you know, too big that and too small the other. I'm a sexy bitch. Is that true? Right, let's be real, okay? Some people are going to think, hell yeah, that's true. Love a piece of that. Other people are going to think, are you kidding me? I wouldn't go near that with a barge pole. <laughs> There's no such thing as true when it comes to how we look. There's no such thing as true when it comes to whether we're good at our jobs. There are people out there who will say to you, oh my God, Helen is an amazing coach. You know, just so impactful, changed my life. 
there are other people who will say, eh, don't, I don't like her style. I don't think that's not for me. You know, that I've, I work better with so-and-so. It's, it's not about truth. So much is about perception. So if you're worrying whether your self-talk is true, it's just about how you perceive yourself. And I know that's scary. And I know we don't want to be made a fool of. We don't want to be walking around thinking we're gorgeous and everyone else thinks we're ugly, but that's not how the world works. <laughs> there will be as many people who think you're beautiful and as many people who think that you're nondescript and as many people who think you're unattractive or whatever it might be that we're judging, how competent we are, how intelligent we are, how interesting we are. None of this is inherent truth. And if that sounds like something that you really need to work on, then we can chat. Head to the show notes. You will see how to contact me because we can talk about this. This is something we can work on together. But in all honesty, what you believe becomes the truth. If you believe that you are capable and competent and good at what you do, you're going to do a great job. If you believe you're a bit shit and one of these days someone's going to find out you don't know what you're doing and you don't know enough about your subject then you're going to do a bad job because you're going to be hesitant and apologetic and you're not going to be going in there with confidence. Now there are some things that we may need to work on. Not, well in fact of course there will be because none of us is perfect that's just that's a given. So there might be things that we do want to change and work on and ways we want to grow and things we want to learn and things about ourselves that we genuinely feel like, you know what, I, that, we could do better there. But you know, the funny thing is when our self-talk improves, it becomes so much easier to then work on the stuff we actually want to work on. Because if you're telling yourself every day that you're hopeless and fat and ugly and stupid and boring and, you know, nobody would ever be interested and you don't know what you're doing in your job, then you're not going to want to work on anything. You're just going to be so demotivated and flat and sad and resentful and lacking in confidence that you're not going to move forward in any way. But if you start talking to yourself kindly and lovingly and talking to yourself about the things that do rock about you and there will be plenty then my goodness it's so much easier to then say oh my goodness you know I love you girl you're the best look at you you're fantastic you're flying you're doing so well but you know what I really think we could do with a little bit more knowledge about that particular subject that we want to get into and I think maybe we need to set aside some time to learn about that and then we're going to feel more confident on that on that piece of work see much nicer self-taught, right? Than, well, you don't know anything anyway, do you? And you're not going to be able to learn and you're stupid <laughs> and you're never going to get there. That is not helpful. So our relationship with ourselves is so much about how we speak to ourselves and how we speak about ourselves. And it comes with practice. This is not going to change tomorrow when you wake up and think, yes, Helen, I'm going to have better self-talk it's practice. It's catching yourself all the time and being gentle with yourself and forgiving and catching it and changing it. And gradually it will improve and you will feel the difference. So 
be excessively kind to yourselves inside your own head and in the way you speak to yourself and in the way you speak to others about yourself and let's squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life bye-bye thank you so much for listening did you know that my first book is now available to purchase online check out the show notes for details of how to get your hands on a copy If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review and don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you would like to work with me one-to-one or follow more of my content, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.